Hi everyone, happy Wednesday. It is a beautiful morning here in Bishop, California. I'm about to go for my run, but the Lord moved on my heart to share something with you today that I hadn't planned on sharing with anyone. I did share it in my daily emails, and I thought that the rest of the world needs to know about it. So today I just want to share a brief video with you about a little theory that I have called a Jonah tree. Now this theory is not something that we need to debate about. It's not something that you're going to find if you put in Jonah tree on Google. This is my theory between myself and God. Now let's just look for a second at the story of Jonah. Jonah is only four chapters long. You know. Jonah gets asked by God to go to Nineveh and preach the word to the Ninevites so that they'll all turn and get saved or turn and follow the Lord because they weren't actually saved at that moment. And Jonah does everything that he can to get out of it, even to the point where he gets in the ship and has the crew throw him overboard in an attempt to save their lives, but in his own. He just doesn't want to do what God has called and created him to do. The Ninevites were very, very ruthlessly violent mean people to their enemies and Jonah was scared for his life. Jonah winds up going to Nineveh and he ministers to them and they all turn and they serve the Lord and it's a wonderful thing. I mean in one day they turn and they serve the Lord. The whole place does. Well Jonah decides that he's gonna go up and he's gonna go up to this hill above the city and he's gonna camp out up there and watch God destroy them. Now I'm not gonna get into all the reasons that makes no sense and all the you know, metaphorical implications in Jonah's heart at this time. What I'm going to tell you is that God sees Jonah, of course, sitting up on this hill and grows up a, a plant. The old King James calls it a gourd. Gourds are like this big. But the Bible says that it provided shade and it covered Jonah. Now you can see behind me, there are lots of trees. And it had to be a tree. Um, I think the New King James Version calls it a plant. Well, there might be some plants that are tall enough to cover somebody and offer them shade, but we honestly really don't know what it was. It was some life force, organic life form, that grew up to give shade to Jonah. Now, we know that he was there, and then he was under the shade of this plant, and then this bug was sent by God to eat the plant, and it was gone, and Jonah was all mad at God. So... That's where this theory of a Jonah tree comes in. There have been lots of times in my life, but I'm going to mention just two, where I know without a doubt that God has called me to do certain things and go certain places. But every single time that this Jonah tree effect has happened in my life, I was resistant to God. But God, in His goodness, in His graciousness, has provided for me. Now, the difference between the provisions of those times and the provisions of the times when I am in the perfect will of God is that the provisions, they don't last and they're just enough to get by. One particular instance in my own life was that God had called me to move from Wyoming to New Mexico. And I decided that instead of going to New Mexico, I wanted to go to Colorado. So I picked up, packed up, and went to Colorado. And I was there for nine months and I thought I was going to starve to death. I had three jobs in the time that I was there. 
on paper I had enough money, but I never had enough money. Everything kept going wrong. All my provisions were taken away from me. Nothing would work out. I couldn't do anything. It was terrible. So finally I yielded and went on to New Mexico. As soon as I went to New Mexico, I started getting supernatural provisions from places I didn't expect and all of my needs were supernaturally met and it was sustained for a long period of time. Another situation is when I moved from New Mexico to Texas. I could feel the Lord talking to me about moving and so I knew that he wanted me to move to California. I knew it like I know my own name and I did not want to move to California because I was afraid of how expensive it was going to be. So I moved to Texas. When I got to Texas, I got a job, I got a house. It looked great. And then everything started falling apart. My husband got his dream job and then a year later there was nothing. The house, the dream house that we moved into, some crazy stuff happened and we weren't able to stay living there. Then we moved to another place and we weren't able to stay living there. Another, all this stuff kept happening. My husband would, would get a great job and then lose it because he would oversell them and they would not be able to keep up with his sales. It was ridiculous. Like these are things that do not happen to anybody else. I was completely and totally outside of the will of God. So when I moved to California, I was supernaturally provided for and have been supernaturally provided for, incredibly so, in the year that I've lived in California. There's been no backup, no recession of my supernatural provision. Why? Because I am in the will of God perfectly for my life. Now, what I experienced in Texas and what I experienced in Colorado were both Jonah trees. They were just enough provision to provide for me in a moment, but not enough to keep me in the spot that I was in. That's what a Jonah tree is. We find this throughout the Bible. We find it when the children of Israel leave Egypt. They are under a Jonah tree for a time. We find it when Elijah runs from Jezebel and he goes and the, the ravens feed him. It's a Jonah tree. It's a temporary form of provision to get you through a very slight amount of time so that you don't make your home there and not do what God has called you to do. All right, I'm going to wrap this video up. If you have any questions about Jonah Trees or if you have any questions about anything that I've mentioned or any of my other videos or anything in general concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, please hit me up on our website, which is www.waterwindwine.org or on our Facebook page, which is www.ministries. I'll be happy to answer any questions or guide you through anything that I can. Remember today that I love you and that Jesus loves you.